Welcome to another episode of the E&E Show, where we equip and enable you to reach unbelievers and make disciples right there where you live. Uh, I'm Bucky Elliott, the Media Director at International Commission, and today we've got our friend Gabriel Jackson, who is the Founder and Executive Director of United Hive, but also he's a normal person. He, he's a person who is a Christ follower, he's a husband, and he is engaged in business full-time, but he follows the Lord in word and deed, and he wants to encourage you to do the same thing, and United Hive is a tool that can help you do that. Faith is contagious. Thanks awesome. for coming on, Gabe. What else? Uh, what else should people know about you? Well, you covered it pretty well. It's great to be with you, man. Um, you know, I think we've we've connected a couple other times, and it's just always a pleasure. So, thanks for having me on. And yeah, I'm just super excited to to try to encourage and stir people up because yeah, you know, um, I think that uh, man, every believer, every single believer, um, can. Uh, it's 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 just a, a lifestyle of loving Jesus and following Jesus, and it shouldn't yeah. be out of the normal um, for us to share our faith, for us to engage the the, the world, uh, the community around us. And so I'm just really excited to, to be with you and talk about that. Yeah, thank yeah, thanks so much for for coming on. And the reason I pointed out that Gabe is a, a normal person, an ordinary person, is not that uh, he's not a cool guy. Of course, uh, he is and has a really cool resource uh, for the kingdom. But it's to say that he's not a pastor. He's not a full-time missionary. He is uh, what all of us as Christians are called to be, and that is someone who is sharing their faith. You know, we're, Jesus saved us for a purpose. We're bought with a price. And uh, that is uh, in part to to worship him, have a relationship with Jesus, and tell others about him. And uh, and all of us can do that, whether you work at a missions organization or you're running a business. Yeah. So that's a it's really true. cool thing, and that's that's really part of the point of something we want to talk about today, and that is how you can reach people in your community. So right now, uh, because of COVID lockdowns. Uh, a lot of churches were closed for a time. Many are still in in phased reopenings, if they're opening at all. And so we have a lot of people who are out of churches. Now, some of these are, are regular churchgoers who normally would be in church uh, and haven't returned or can't return yet. Uh, and then you also have many who may have fallen away, may have realized, you know, faith really just wasn't that important to me. Maybe they didn't get it. And you have people who just what we would call in Christian circles are, are lost or unengaged. They, they don't have a, a relationship with Christ or an active faith. And we want to reach all of them. And so if you are a believer in Christ, you're called to do that. But guess what? You're also equipped to do it. Uh, and, you know, the last statement of the Great Commission which calls us to go and make disciples is I will be with you always. And that's what we're banking on is that, that God is with us. His spirit is working and speaking through us. And when we step up and say yes to that, to that call, we're going to see God move. And so there's lots of ways to do that. Of course. I mean, um, Gabe, there's, there's easy ways to share Jesus with people. 
right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and at IC, we have resources for you to do that. You know, we want to point you toward uh, ways that you can uh, pray for people uh, intentionally that you want to share Jesus with. You know, they don't have a relationship with him and share your story, share the story of the gospel with them. Uh, and uh, so we've got we've got a toolkit called Storytelling with Purpose that can help you do all those things. You can find that on our on our site. But there's another tool we want to tell you about today uh, called United Hive. So, uh, man, I've got to I've got to let you speak. I'm just really excited about about this and this this opportunity that we have, and just I think the the very timely nature of this big update for United Hive. Yeah, because while people are not engaged in churches, uh, we've got a great opportunity to still reach them and to meet them where we are. And maybe, in fact, this is this is a way that we can continue this even when things get back to quote unquote normal if they ever yeah. do, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, one of the things, Bucky, for me, when the vision first came for United Hive. It was really out of this desire that, man, I know that God is moving. You know, that Jesus is alive, that he is moving all over the world. And sometimes I think as believers, and maybe especially in America, we sometimes have this perception that God is moving in certain countries, uh, you know, maybe way more than he's moving here in America. Mm-hmm. And you know, sure, there might be certain elements of truth to that, but from what I've seen, the most exciting part about United Hive is that we actually get to show and people can visualize what is happening in their city. And people are often, I think, very surprised by what they see happening in their city. So this is something to me that is so critical because if you're just, you know, a normal Christian and you're in whatever city you're in, um, you know, and let's just say you're in a smaller city or a smaller town and, and you're always hearing stories about something that happens in Africa or India or wherever. But we now have this platform where when someone at the grocery store steps out and prays for someone, someone gets healed, someone accepts Christ, you know, some, some moment happens where someone encounters God's love we're able to pinpoint that on a map and everyone around them now can see it. And we believe right in the process of showing these testimonies and talking about testimony that people are not only going to be encouraged, but there's a unity that happens when people, when we put our eyes on Jesus uh, and there's a mindset shift that takes place when we realize one, we're not alone. We're not the only people in our city that are, that are stirred up, that that want to see the kingdom of God invade. So that's one thing where th- there's sort of like a new lens or a paradigm shift that can happen for a believer. You realize you're not alone. And, you know, we built this platform in such a way where you then can also connect with people and that, you know, hey, maybe you have never shared the gospel and, and you want to learn how to do that. Well, there's so many ways to do it. There's so many approaches. So on our platform, you're not only going to be able to connect with other people to maybe go out and, and actually be with them. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. more of a veteran. And so, you know, you can kind of t- tag team with them and learn. Um, or we're also putting on their training resources, training videos. We're so excited to just do everything we can 
to help be some form of, even if it's a small way, but be a catalyst for the body of Christ that we believe every single Christian has a role to play. And it's it's not just for, you know, it's not just Bucky uh, or, or, or Gabriel, or, you know, it's not just for us, you know, it's not just for your pastor. It's not just for the local evangelist. We thank God for, um, you know, the fivefold ministry. We thank God for those people that are equipping saints but it's to equip you as a believer to live, whether in your school, whether in your work, whether you're just getting gas or going to the grocery store, like God wants to use you as the hands and feet of Jesus to touch people. And so we can finally, uh, through this platform, actually show that in a visual way on a map. So, man, we're just we're just really excited and you know, um, we need to see to see more. We need to see more stuff happening in Texas because I know that there's so much happening in oh, Texas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And and you know, we want to capture it, of course, um, so that everyone in the world, not just the people in Texas, but everyone in the world, can see that God is moving in America, not just in Africa or yeah. Europe or some of these other places. And that's one of the strengths of, uh, for a tool like this. And that's one of the things that's really exciting to me, you know, working at an international ministry is I get to see these moves of God uh, overseas all the time. And I know that they're happening here and I've seen them happening here, but the emphasis, at least in my world, you know, working in international missions, cross-cultural missions tends to be, here's what's happening overseas. Oh, isn't it sad that we don't see that here? It's not because it isn't happening here. Exactly. It's not. I see it uh, in my ministry because I'm there working with these churches who are engaged in reaching out into their communities, right? In a high level of engagement there, a high level of of participation. But the thing about about it is uh, we've got people who are going out. We've got people who are stepping out in faith, who are who are praying for people, which you could see God do something right there on the spot, or it could open a conversation, it could start a relationship. All sorts of things are happening and we can learn from each other and partner together, right? So if you don't have a lot of other people who are part of your church or faith community, if you're, if you're meeting in a home or whatever, or maybe you're part of an online group or Bible study, uh, one, hey, yeah, try to fix that, right? If that's your passion, Provoke them, you know, dare your friends to to go and, and reach out with you. All right. And then the other thing is to, to look around and see what's going on. You know, if you've got a United Hive installed, you can look on a map and see all of the stories, testimonies that are plotted uh, in your area. And you might discover a group of people who you can partner up with and yeah. you can learn from each other yep. and you can you can partner together and what you're going to find is uh you know i can't i can't speak for everybody's area specifically where you live but i can promise you this just because this is the way the kingdom works and this is what this is what jesus is designed for the church is you're going to find people with different giftings you're going to find people who uh who have different spiritual gifts who have different strengths different experiences and you, and you will complement each other and work together and see God do uh, amazing things. So, uh, man, I could just harp on and on about that because I'm just, I'm excited about what, what God is doing. And the reason we don't see it is because we just don't know about it. We're not looking for it maybe, 
uh, but you are not alone. There are there are others who who God is moving. Well, really, I guess you 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 should say I should say people who are responding to God's call uh, because yeah. He's already told us what He wants to do. Yeah, up to us whether we're going to be a part of it or not. So, uh, Gabriel, tell us how how we can best uh, utilize United Hive to to do that to connect with others and learn where to start because i think that's the biggest thing for a lot of us is just where do i start yeah um man i have i have so many thoughts but you know what i'll what i'll say there is we we want the the platform we want the app to be really intuitive and and simple right that was kind of the notion that um, these are short powerful concise testimonies and we you know as soon as they hit the map people within a certain geographical radius will get notified um, on their phone that something has just happened. So, right, imagine, you know, we wake up and immediately, you know, if you're like a lot of people, right, you're, you're on Facebook or you're reading the news, um, of course, you've got your Bible app or your Bible open, whatever it is that you do, but a lot comes at us right when yeah. we start the day. And typically, if you're on Facebook, there's a lot of bad news, mm-hmm. uh, or if you're reading the news, there is certainly a lot of bad news. And so that's one of the things we wanted to do is we want to sort of push out the good news. We want to make it visible. So if you download the app, um, as things start happening in your area, you know, you're going to start seeing and getting notified that a healing just happened or a salvation just happened or someone stepped out and prayed for someone or shared the gospel maybe for the first time. You're going to see those stories. So that's one thing. But the other thing is that we made it really simple. There's kind of a a tab on our app called Find Users. And you can search by people that are nearest to you in in terms of mileage. Or you can find people on the app that are the most active and you can follow those users on the app. And so now, you know, if you just want to follow people that are the most active on the app, well, every time they share a testimony, you're going to get notified. And this is the process of, stirring people up and encouraging people that wow like if that person did it in their city i can do it and i can i can step out and what is what strikes me bucky is like uh you know we we do a lot uh, we have this thing called uh that we that we coin kind of evangel myth and the whole point with evangel myth was all these things that we hear right kind of lies or perceptions that we have that stop us from stepping out and sharing the gospel uh or just just offering to pray for people and what what i found the more time i've spent around like veteran or seasoned evangelists is there's nothing fancy almost whatsoever that those people do the only difference between them and most like most christians is they just step out <laughs> that is the one that's right yeah right they yeah. just actually will stop and engage someone in conversation or just stop and say hello to someone with the intention of of getting into a conversation and and then when they have an opportunity they offer to pray for them they you know they maybe present the gospel you know as you talk to people just in a normal way you'd be yeah. surprised they they share details of their life they might they might say they're going through a really hard time someone in their family just passed away whatever is happening and you have a door and an opportunity to actually enter into their sort of world and maybe they're hearing the gospel for the first time or maybe it's been years 
since they've heard yeah. the real the love of God, the gospel presentation, and they're in a their heart is in a, an open spot now, maybe for the first time, where they want prayer and they're open to it. So we we want to make it quite easy, Bucky, for people to connect with people. Um, you can send other users direct messages through our platform as well. Um, you know, not that we need, you know, uh, another, yet another way of getting <laughs> yeah. messages, right? But at the same time, we want that connection point to be really, really um, easy. And um, so, man, we've, we've tried, we've tried to do that. And I wanted to just tell you this story because this is a prime example of, of how this can happen. So this was probably, it might've been a year ago, but I, I was just at my house and all of a sudden I got notified on my phone and I look at the testimony and I look at the map and this testimony got dropped like a block away from me. I was super close to my house. And I looked at the person's profile and I was like, who is this? You know, and that was so fun because all of a sudden the app was spreading to people that I didn't know personally, right? It wasn't just like Gabe's friends and family, you know, that are downloading. Yeah, yeah somebody else near you that you reached and didn't know it. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so this guy drops his testimony and, and actually he dropped a couple testimonies and I was like, who is this guy? So I sent him a direct message on the app and I said, Hey man, like you just, you know, like you shared these testimonies. Um, and we actually ended up connecting. We ended up going to, to, uh, going to get coffee. Even while we were at coffee together, God then used that time where we were connecting for coffee and just sharing our hearts. Um, I, there was an opportunity actually to pray for a girl that had a wrist brace on right next to us. And God, I mean, this, by the way, for me, was kind of a first where like God, like miraculously heals her wrist wow. right next to us. And, and it was like this, such a powerful thing where I felt, you know, there was a spurring on because we were together. Yep. Exactly. If I was alone in that coffee shop, like admittedly, you might hear the Holy Spirit kind of, Hey, like prompting you to step out and you're alone and you're kind of like, you know, just comfortable, maybe not in the mood, like all these things that might prevent us. Yeah. But I was with this guy and I told him, I said, oh man, I said, I can't, I, I was like, I, I was like, dude, I can't get out of it. Like, I can't escape this feeling. I have to go talk to this girl. And he came with me and we just started talking to her. She was not a believer, um, but, but her friend had been reaching out to her her friend had been taking her to church, so she had only gone to church twice. And so she was just getting exposed to the gospel. And here, you know, she has her wrist completely healed. She takes off her wrist brace. We prayed twice, and God completely restored her wrist. God, wow. And um, and so it was just a it was just a very beautiful experience. Um, very, very beautiful experience. So yeah, man, like that's a prime example of when you're together, there's strength. There's there, we're meant to do this together. Yeah, it is, this is a, a team sport, you know. There's, yeah, you know, and it's something that you hear a lot these days, or I do anyway, is, is people saying, yeah, I, you know, I do have a, I do have a relationship with Jesus. I'd call myself a, I'd call myself a, a Christian. And in every way, you know, they sound like, yeah, they're, they're, they're reading the Word of God. They really seem to have an, an active prayer life and a rich relationship with the Lord. But yet they say, you know, well, I think I can be a Christian without church. Now, I mean, that's a whole other topic that, that we could cover, 
you know, and spend a lot of time on, I think. But, but the reality is, uh, that's not, that's not what we're called to. That's not, that's not what we've been called into. You know, we belong to a family of brothers and sisters, the body of Christ, and you've been gifted with uh, something. God wants to use you. The thing about it is, is yes, we should step out in our daily lives, anytime we see an opportunity or, or a prompting, and we should pray for the awareness to see those as well and the boldness to take them. Yeah. But we're meant to do this together, to complement each other. There's different parts of the body of Christ described in the New Testament and different types of gifts. And that just tells me, like we mentioned earlier, that we're we're supposed to connect up with others and do this. But yeah, you're right. It One of the things that really helps with is just boldness and courage uh, that we're doing that we're doing this together and reaching other people together so that's so, so valuable yeah it's it, yeah it's so it's so true man and I guess I just try to take the posture always that I, I mean I just have like we need to we need to live and operate from a place of humility and, yeah. and trying to continue to learn you know like I I feel like I, I have something to learn from every every single person, you know, any person I go out with or anything like that. There's something to learn, and there's a there's an iron on iron sharpening that happens. And I love the fact that you know it seems that God has established this in in the kingdom because in the world it's about it's sort of about rising up as this great individual and doing everything in your own power and your strength, right? The the self-made man, yep. the self-made woman, right? Yep. That sort of pride, um, that is that is the world. And um and so I think it's beautiful how God actually, you know, the 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 imagery of a body, you know, the imagery of every single person is a different body part. We you know we we come together. Um and in the same way, you know, people ask sometimes Bucky about our name because they, you know, like the beehive, you know, they, they kind of like joke about it. Right. But the reality is um, when God first gave me this vision, I had this really awesome kind of encounter where where God started talking to me about um, a beehive. And I started reading about bees. And the thing was, is it was so to me, it was so applicable to the body of Christ because you have all these bees and every single bee, there's not there's no there's no bees in the hive that are just like yeah i'm just not going to do anything i'm just going to chill they have a mission they all work together and to 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 in, in this beautiful process of obviously the pollination of flowers and bringing beauty into the world but also creating honey and what they do honeybees you know to make honey and and so it's a beautiful i think um imagery for what the body of Christ should be, man, and uh, you know, we, we we make the world a beautiful, uh, 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 yeah. you know, smell good. We make it, you and know, they, you know, really through that thing, you know, they bring life, they spread life, uh, and create that sweetness that's in honey, man, that the world needs, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's a lot, you know. I just, I yeah, love. You can take that a bunch of different that. ways. That's amazing. I mean, God is smart, so when He has ideas, they usually are. Pretty yeah, he's smart. pretty good. He's pretty yeah. smart. <laughs> the ultimate marketer is is God. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, man. So tell us what um what what practical tips uh would you have for somebody who just um 
who feels called to, well, I hope they feel called to, but just that they have a burden for just stepping out there and beginning. Uh, yeah, connecting with other people, that's obviously, you know, phenomenal. I think uh, mentorship and discipleship and evangelism all go hand in hand. I really think they're all part of the same thing uh, because we, we learn how to share the gospel from someone who's experienced with it. But, but even uh, in any case, you know, we have God with us. We have the Holy Spirit with us. So somebody might be saying, I, uh, I just want to get started. How, how can I be the person to, to hear the Lord's voice and follow a prompting like to pray for someone yeah. and do that? How, how do I strike up that conversation with somebody and say, hey, can I pray for you? I mean, isn't that a little weird and awkward? <laughs> Surprisingly not. Surprisingly, people are often more, more willing to, pray, uh, to be prayed for than we are to offer is what I have Ooh. found. So just just so you know, like we'll just we'll sort of take that off the table because I think it's it's an evangel myth for sure. Yeah, uh, that we've talked about. But Bucky, let me let me start by answering this question um, in, in a couple ways. But the first way is that I truly believe that if you want to operate um, in with with joy and freedom in evangelism and with love, it starts by spending time in intimacy with yes. the Lord. Absolutely. So that, that of course is the foundation. So yeah. if, if someone's trying to sort of skip that, it's, it's not a step, you know, Oh, I checked the box. Mm-hmm. I spend time with the Lord. If, if that becomes your lifestyle of fostering intimacy with him, what I have found is that without forcing it, without having to force myself to feel a certain way or whatever, uh, the more time I spend with the Lord, surprise, surprise, the more compassion and love I have for people. And if we operate from a place of love and compassion, I promise you, when you're talking to people, that is what they're going to remember about that encounter. They're not going to remember like the second sentence that you said that like didn't memorize some kind of a script, some kind of evangelism script. They're not going to remember any of that. But what they remember is how they how you made them feel. And, and they remember the love. They remember, you know, and of course, the Holy Spirit. I've heard it said, right, the Holy Spirit is the greatest evangelist. So if you sort of take the pressure off of yourself to perform or to, to force something to happen, and you realize the Holy Spirit is with you. He wants to touch people. Holy Spirit wants to invade that situation. So it, it, you can kind of like remove the, the pressure. But the, the other practical thing, man, that I would just say is sometimes people get overwhelmed, myself included, about what to say, like all of the particulars. And there are great, there's great training. There are a lot of different um, methods uh, for explaining the gospel. You know, there's the three circles method that I'm familiar with. Yeah, that's really uh, Jesus at the door. There's a lot of, of really effective tools that people use. But what I tell people is that, um, you know, it, uh, evangelism starts with hello. It starts with a, a very practical, like a lot of times a conversation. So what happens is if people are so focused on presenting their script or saying X, Y, and Z, what they're, what they're not doing is looking, just being normal and having like normal interactions with people where you look at someone in the eyes, like a human, you know, you're not just like buried in your phone and you look at people and Hey, how you doing? You know, and you're, you're, you're just engaged in 
friendly conversation. And what I found more often than not is those conversations can really open the door. Absolutely, yeah. Being able to share the gospel, or just or just encourage someone, or pray, uh, offer to pray for them, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. So, it, I truly believe that some people want to get to like the end step, like actually I get I, to I wanna, say a prayer. Yeah, it's like well, <laughs> hey, that, that will happen naturally and organically if you just are someone who's friendly. <laughs> And you're open to talking to people. Imagine if if we tried approaching people with love and dignity and listening to them, you know, and maybe responding compassionately to the problems that they reveal or the the worries they have in life. Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. It sounds like Jesus. You know, just yeah. everywhere he went, man. You know, he was so present, and he was he was able to to spend time with people and know what was go, what was going on and inter, and see them right um so i think it's a beautiful thing that it sounds so simple but we forget it a lot like we're so busy we're rushing around myself included i mean i, I feel like i wrestle with this all the time where we we're going we're going to x and you know and it's like how fast can we get to our destination and get done with whatever we need yeah. to do so that we can go home and and but you're at a restaurant um you know it th- th- this this reminds me bucky like something happened last night and and i'll share it simply because to illustrate this point so we're at a my wife and i were at a restaurant and the the, the waiter we had a, just a very he was just a very kind like a very friendly man a very very kind person and you know we had a good interaction with him and so what I realized is like how simple it is we just asked him, Hey man, like, are you from this area originally? And I, we had that question because he was so kind. It made me think that he wasn't from <laughs> where I live because it's just that the, he had so much hospitality. It was like, it reminded me honestly of someone like more from like the South, honestly. And so I was just, Hey, like, are you from this area originally? And he said, you know, he's from, he's from, California, but he was actually born in Virginia. And I was like, oh, okay. So then we got to just right there. It was this opportunity to just see the gold in this man and just encourage him. I didn't have an agenda. I wasn't like, okay, like, how can I, how can I share the gospel with him or like get to that point? Yeah. It's like, how, how can I, how can I trick him into going through this uh, gospel presentation? Yeah, you know, so I never want people to feel that. And so what I, what what we did was my wife and I were sort of just ping-ponging back and forth, but we just said, man, like, we really feel like you you have this great gift. Like you're very, you have this natural hospitality to you. And, um, and he was like, wow, thank you. Like it, it, you can tell in that moment, right? It it touched him. Well, we were able to just bless them. You know, we left him, um, uh, you know, we left him a very, large tip we, we shared with his manager and it turns out you know he's three weeks into his this job the manager tells me that this is a second table that has had this feedback about him in the same day and so it was like this thing where she was like wow like really impressed um and you just don't know those little encounters you know um just loving on people and being that kind of person that is looking for those opportunities. So I would just encourage everyone that will watch this. Like, I think everyone can do that. And, and, and we didn't do anything that was, you know, crazy complicated. I, I just was more curious about his life than I was about my French fries. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, being, being others focused, 
right? But that's something that I think is supernatural because, you know, our natural self is, is self-absorbed. And some of that for us is, is, is world is amplified by our worldview and just our, our cultural values of individualism, which, you know, I'm not going to get into a whole thing about, you know, a a collectivist or individualist uh, worldview. There's, you know, culture is, is, uh, is amoral. Like there are good things and bad things about culture, but cultures are human, right? God created, you know, ethnicity and culture, but we're sinners. And so we, I think in our culture, that kind of amplifies our tendency to just think about me and what I need to do. And we see that as a value. Like if I get all the things done, I need to do, if I check off all the boxes on my agenda today, I've done a good thing, but but being others minded and being aware of opportunities to partner with God and, and touching other lives Wow. Now that that's going to change things. That will change things for you. That will change your perspective, but we need his help. And so that's why, I mean, I loved your emphasis on, on prayer and that is, yeah, if we're spending time with the Lord, he's going to change our heart. He's going to transform our mind give us peace that we don't even understand. And that's going to really, that's going to help us see and hear and, and sense and respond to those opportunities. Uh, man, I'm going to get on a soapbox and preach here, but <laughs> I just love the way that you that you told that story because that is that's that's the kind of thing that can happen. And you know, so, and more often than you think, though, that's the way someone will be drawn to God. That's the way someone will be drawn to what's different about this person, and I want to hear about the hope that they have. And that's why Paul says, "Be prepared to give a reason for the hope." You're, you're going to get an opportunity. If this is the way that you are, are going about your day and living your life, you're going to get those opportunities to share the gospel. And I do think we should be intentional about that, about finding those those opportunities and knowing when that moment happens that the conversation can turn and I'm able to tell someone who Jesus is, what, who, who was I before I met Jesus, and who am I now? Like that's something you can tell in 15 seconds. I mean, that is a tool that I think is is, is useful to keep in your back pocket, in your mm-hmm. tool belt. Is you know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, listen to their story. They identify a problem. Hey, you know, there was a time in my life where, you know, I, I was I was selfish and worried, but then I met Jesus, and now I have purpose and I have peace. Do you have a story like that? Do you identify with that? Is there any part of, uh, in your in your life? that that you have that kind of hope and they may say no i don't tell me and then you've got an opportunity you know but but it's you gotta listen you can't we can't be on we need to be on mission but we can't just always be on the attack on task like when is this guy gonna say something that i can jump on and yeah we need to be aware but yeah (laughs) loving people being prayerful and letting god grow that love in our heart um what what do you think what do you think is the main thing? This is a loaded question because I think I know what you're going to say. What What is it that will most motivate people to share the gospel? Love. Absolutely. That's what I thought you were going to say. Bucky, I got I to tell you, man, I'm just, like I said, uh, you know, before the, uh, you know, when we were chatting beforehand, I, I just feel like I have so... I have just have so much to, to grow in this area. And that is my prayer. You know, I, I want to see people like he sees them. And, you know, I, I had this encounter the, uh, a few weeks back that is so, per, it was so profound. The only way I 
I could describe it. Um, it's one of those things, right, where if you described it, like people, it, it won't sound as impactful as it, as it was, but in the moment, it's more the, the feeling of what happened when the love of God yeah. broke into a, a moment. And, you know, I was with, I was with this guy actually, and he, he had lost, he, he was our, lost his house. His house burnt down. He didn't have insurance. And so he lost everything. Uh, and he's an older guy. He's got some physical issues, got some disability stuff. And um, I, I met him at this park. And and while we sat together, I, he was just sharing. And he's from uh, Croatia. So, you know, he's, he's sharing his background and stuff. And there's just a lot of history. You know, he was in the, in, in the war. Uh, a lot of intense stuff from his past. And he's just sharing. And I'm just listening. And at one point in there, I just felt, I, I was so overwhelmed with love. For, I saw him, right, as God sees him. I was so overwhelmed with love. Now, this is someone who's not a believer. Uh, you know, he, he believes, you know, he, he was raised in a Muslim family, but he has kind of like, he's very open to kind of all the different world religions. So he just, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't say that Jesus, you know, is the only way kind of thing. So I'm just listening to him. I don't have any agenda. I just want, I'm just with him and I'm just listening. And at some point, the Holy Spirit, it, it came, it was just like coming out of me. Uh, I was, I was so moved. I put my hand on this guy's shoulder. He starts, you know, Holy Spirit clearly starts touching him. Um, he says to me that something, he says, something has changed inside of me light has come in now i didn't do anything like it was like and that was so freeing for me and so imagine if like that's that's <laughs> i don't know but like that's what i want to be like i want to be so full of his love that people when they encounter me and that interaction they encounter the love of jesus and that is what changes hearts and, and, you know, uh, so I, I, I was able to, to tell him like, gee, you know, I was able to share the gospel. I was able to pray for healing. I was able to do all the things that we might want to do. But what was most impactful is the love that he felt that he'll never forget. He'll never forget how he, he, he sees this feeling of love and light. And he, he, he connects that with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. You that's, see you know, that in the way it. that Jesus interacted with people and approached people. They felt his love and their faith was a result of that love. And that's true for all of us, right? Any of us who are believers and belong to him, we responded to his love, to his grace. And that, like, it's because of that that we love others. I mean, that's biblical. That, I mean, we, we, we love because he first loved us. Right, right. That's not a one-time thing. That's not just talking about salvation. That is, that's our life and breath and man. My prayer would be, may we continue in that. May we we sit in that and dwell in that and live in that. Because spending time with God, our love for God is what's going to overflow and touch others. We're not, we don't want to do anything unless it's God moving, right? We don't want to do anything by our own effort because nothing's going to happen. Got to be Him. You, you know, you know, Bucky, the verse, um, right to and i'm probably going to butcher the wording a little bit but you know the verse that talks about um you know those that have been forgiven much like love much, right? much absolutely yeah and and there's this thing about this where 
I think, you know, if you connect that with other parables that Jesus talks about, the parable of, you know, the, 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 the ruler forgiving the debt, the insurmountable debt, uh, and then that person goes out and, you know, we know that story, we know that parable. But the reality is, in that parable, every single one of us is the person with the insurmountable debt. And so what we do, though, when we hear this verse that those who've been forgiven much, love much, what we do is we often think of the people that on the outside have done all these like really horrific things. Like, you know, we, well, yeah, like, of course that person, you know, they murdered someone or they, they did something horrific. Of course, like if they're forgiven, they would have a lot of like, they would, they would feel so amazed and be so full of love because they've been forgiven this massive thing. But the reality is every single one of us um, are in a position where every single one of us falls so short yeah. of God's glory eternally short yeah exactly there's no, yeah. no there's no yeah exactly so it's not even it's not even an argument so that's the reality that i i want to realize if we realize the the gravity of what he did for us then i believe it frees us up to really love people because we want other people to experience that freedom but if we think that we have sort of like our self-righteousness that we have lived this great life and yeah like you know god God saved me, but you know, I, I've lived a pretty good life. If we think that way, then what we do to others is we can very much look down our nose at other people and their situations. And, and, and trust me, when you're doing that, the love and, and, and sharing the gospel from that mindset is going to be highly frustrating for you because you're not going to see, I don't think the fruit at the end of those encounters that you well, like what's what's why is this not working like why are people experiencing this transformation uh or why is this not happening Be, you know because the 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 place where you're coming from is so um it's really not loving it's it's a duty it's just a like an obligation to to check the box to to be a good christian so um man i'm just trying to learn i say all that because i consider myself like the depth of of sin in, in, in my life, the depth of, of what God saved me from and what he's, cre you know, the new life that I can have in him, that reality is what I want to live from because that, that just, man, that propels me that every, I can see the gold. I can see the, I can see in every single person, no matter who they are, this beautiful, th this creation that God has paid the price to redeem. Yes. Yes. And, and, the abundant life that Jesus promises starts now. And and I just think that's a, a beautiful thing to dwell on and a beautiful way to live is, is realizing that yeah, where we kind of live in an already, but not yet state, yeah. right? Of one day Jesus will come back and he'll set all of this right in ways we can't even understand his, his sense of justice is perfect and nothing like ours. We think, we think the world is, uh, you know, everything is, is unfair and unjust and guess what it is. I mean, it's a sinful fallen world. He'll set it all right. Um, and we're waiting for heaven, you know, we'll dwell forever with him. Those who believe, uh, in, and everything will be perfect and wonderful, but he, he calls to abundant life right now in the church, the body of believers, is an outpost of heaven. We we are uh, when we pray, you know, 
your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. He's going to answer that too. We can, we can show people who God is and what heaven is every day. So man, we could keep on with this, but maybe that's a good place to pause for, you know, another conversation sometime because yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where we got to go is, yeah. uh, we're, we're seeing heaven invade earth. So United Hive is a great way to, to see that as kind of a snapshot. I mean, you can look at it on a map, how heaven's invading earth and, and how you can get connected and be involved. But yeah, get get out there and, uh, and pray, spend time with the Lord and let your love for him and love from him overflow to other people and pray for those opportunities. Again, we've got, uh, we've got uh, those resources on, on our website. I'll put a link here. It's internationalcommission.org slash evangelism resources. And then the same website uh, slash training is going to take you to a place where you can register for some interactive workshops where we'll talk through some of these things uh, more more specifically. And you'll practice uh, a conversation that you might have. And then you can go and put that into place. Uh, but prayer is foundational to everything we do at our ministry of IC. And uh, man, it's been emphasized in this conversation here today that if we're if we're praying for opportunities, hey, God's going to send them, and we can respond. But those are we got to be motivated by love. So really, really appreciate that, and uh, thank you so much again for joining us today. Absolutely, Bucky. It was uh, it was a pleasure, man. Always good to connect, yes, and uh, really excited about what you guys are doing at, at IC. And um, yeah, man, like. We, we're, we're just, we're, we're in your corner. We're for you guys as well. And so thank you so much for, for, for having me on today. Sir, hey, would you uh, mind praying us out? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Thank you, Jesus, God, for your love. Lord, thank you that we have all received this great love from you. And Lord, help us um, to, as we receive, as freely we have received, God, that we would freely give. And we pray for this abundance, Lord. We thank you for this abundant life that we have available to us. It's not something we can earn. It's not something we have to work for, God. You have paid the price. So help us walk in this abundance and help us um, invite others, God, into this great life and this great abundance. Um, we're so thankful, Lord. Um, we're just so humbled and, and, and just grateful, Lord, for your love and your grace be with every single person lord as 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 they're watching this i just pray that every single person would be encouraged no matter if if they're used to sharing the gospel lord or they never have that every single person is qualified not because of their great skill or intelligence or anything else but god because you uh, paid the price and you live inside of them. So I just pray that any lies of the enemy would be cast down, would be would be removed, Father, and that you would call every single person to step out, whether at their school or their workplace, Lord, or anywhere they go. I just pray they would be empowered. Fill us as, as your children with great boldness and courage that we would be um, not afraid of man's opinion, God, but we would seek to honor you with our life. So we pray for more love and more power in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us, Gabriel. God we'll bless you. We'll talk to you again another time. We've got okay. so much to, to talk okay. about how God is good and he's moving. Come on, man. Okay. Take care. All right, you too.